This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 units sold mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. In the last episode, number six, you saw how best-selling author Bob Berg sold 2.1 million books and went from zero to $20,000 per keynote, all in the spirit of being a go-giver. Our guest today is Kevin Lavelle. Now, Kevin was a numbers guy working as a strategist in Washington, D.C. when a big idea hit, which we're going to talk about in a second. Now, during the hot summer days, he got sick of sweaty dress shirts and got the idea for a fashion brand called Mizzen in Maine. He sensed raised capital, open locations around the country, and kept production in America by veterans. Kevin, are you ready to take us to the top? We are ready. Thanks, Nathan. Appreciate it. Good, good. Well, first off, anything that you feel like my audience needs to know, the Top Tribe needs to know, before we jump into more of your story? Uh, no, just that I, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. I, was, uh, I had a great, great corporate gig and was ready to um, work alongside some of the brightest minds that I, I could have imagined being able to work with. But this idea that I had while I was working as an intern in DC for a performance fabric dress shirt just stuck with me and I, I couldn't let go of it. So we launched that in July of 2012 and, and here we are, um, ready, ready to take on the world. Now, I will never forget writing uh, at Sylvandale Guest Ranch. Now, this had to have been in 2012, I believe. We were out there. We met you guys at a dude ranch, an amazing family. You know, your parents, I still think, are really close with our parents. In fact, uh, I, I know that you guys are sending care packages to my sister in Africa. She's serving the Peace Corps, and I got to visit her several uh, about two weeks ago. And I will tell you here uh, live, thank you, thank you, thank you. She's loving those care packages, and I consider myself uh, blessed to be able to call you a friend. Yeah, it's 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 great. Um, I, I don't remember when it was. It was certainly a long time ago that we got to meet. But um, it's one of those things you don't always expect to stay in touch with with people you meet on vacation. And you have such a special family. Uh, we we are all fortunate to have been able to stay in touch as well. Well, that's great. Well, look, let's dive into this big idea because you have had a lot of success, and the top tribe listening wants to hear about it. So, help folks listening understand what product you're currently focused on selling, and then we'll dig into how you're selling it. Yeah, so um, in July of 2012, uh, launched with the world's first performance fabric dress shirt. So I watched this guy run into a building soaked in sweat, and it was around the time that performance polos on the golf course started to become almost acceptable and mainstream. And I thought, if those at first were deemed almost unacceptable and became mainstream because it makes much more sense to wear a performance polo on the golf course than a cotton polo, why couldn't you do the same thing with dress shirts? But I knew nothing about textiles, design, manufacturing, fashion, etc. And so the idea stuck with me. And after working for a few years, um, the entrepreneurial bug bit me through a mentor. And uh, I decided I had to give it a shot. So uh, launched in July of 2012. And our dress shirts are moisture wicking, wrinkle free, you don't have to iron them or dry clean them. They have four way stretch, um, a great, a great fit, unlike a Brooks Brothers baggy cut or a European skinny cut. 
and um, you can take them out of the washing machine and throw them on in about 15 or 20 minutes. Don't even put them in the dryer. And so um, that was what we started with, uh, and we've exen- since expanded to performance fabric Henleys, denim, and blazers, and we're going to keep growing from there. And I have to tell you, I you know we've raised a lot of money at Hayo, and I you know a lot of our investors are in Austin, and the 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 summers down there are blistering hot. And my mom actually several Christmases ago bought me the Blackman 2.0, I believe it was. Though it was a white dress shirt, I'm pretty sure I had the spread collar. And I'll tell you what, I throw that thing in a gym bag, and I pop it out when I got to get to a business meeting, right? And I, I throw it on, no wrinkles, run to my VC pitch, no sweat, it works fantastic. So I am a big fan of the product. It's one of the reasons I'm having you on. So congrats there. So walk us through what is selling. Let's just focus on last month. You mentioned blazers, denim, the shirts you started with. Uh, what's selling uh, the best? Um, our, the other products really are complementary and just to sort of expand the collection. It's, it's, our, it's our dress shirt. That's our bread and butter. That's what we've been selling for um, several years and um, has just been Extraordinary. We um, to give some concrete numbers, and and we don't we don't disclose exact revenue figures, but just to give some concrete numbers, we've been growing four to five x year on year since we started, and um, as of uh, the first week of June, we had surpassed all of 2014's total revenue, um, and so we are we are growing tremendously. It's hard for us to keep our product in stock. Every time we restock it, we're sold out within a short period of time. And we introduced a new collection of dress shirts um, about nine days ago. Uh, and um, within an hour, one of them had sold out entirely. And then within two days, another one had sold out. And I would imagine by tomorrow, we'll be completely sold out of, of all sizes. Um, and so it's been an exciting ride. And, and that, that flywheel is, is spinning, um, I won't say out of control, but almost <laughs> out of control. Uh, and so we're just working to make sure that we manage our growth um, effectively and appropriately. And Kevin, for, for the Top Tribe listener that's tuning in right now, and they might be thinking about getting into retail, or they're selling you know, a bow tie, or they're selling a shoe or something, how, and maybe they're, they're looking to get their first sale, can you take us back to July 2012? How do you, you, know, you get your first product manufactured, how did you get your first sale? Um, the first sale, honestly, was um, not selling through Facebook, but selling via Facebook to existing friends and family. And so it's been a, a long time. Uh, I have a love-hate relationship with social media, but um, have built up a really great network of friends and family and mentors and colleagues and associates. And when I said uh, on July 19th was when I hit publish on our site, you know, we are here, I am ready. Um, that first day, I think we sold probably 20 shirts, um, which was huge, right? I mean, you, huge, yeah. you have no idea what's going to happen and, and to get, you know, 20 shirts out the door in that first day was really exciting. Um, <clears throat> and it was really just a, a personal thing where, um, I was telling friends and family, this is what I'm doing. I'm really excited. I've got big aspirations and it, it would mean a lot if you would support me. And so this comes to one of the things that uh, I, I get asked questions and recommendations now. And I by no means have made it, but I have a few things that I could share. And one of them is so many people have these ideas that they want to, you know, go start this big company. And you're never just going to start something and have it pop other than maybe Slack or, um, you know, uh, Instagram, nothing ever just happens. And so get out there and, and start selling in any capacity. Can you sell 10 of them to your friends and family? Because if you can't sell 10 to your friends and family, <laughs> you, you might not be on to something. Um, and so 
get out there and see if you can get your friends and family to support you because if they like it, they'll tell their friends and, and so on and so forth. Now, Kevin, just so folks can, can again, they're going to go, wow, this Kevin guy, should I be following him? Should I watch what he's doing? You know, can I learn from him? Can you maybe, you know, you did 20 shirts on July 19th and I know you're not revealing current revenue metrics, but could you give us an idea of maybe how many shirts or maybe the total revenue you did in, in just your first year in 2012? Yeah, so I mean, we're, we're talking... Um, Probably less, uh, and and again, I, I hate to be coy, but less than the cost of a car. Um, and I know that that's a wide range, but let's just say less than the cost of a car was was what we did in those first few months. Um, and that was um, both exhilarating because I couldn't imagine that I was getting you know tens of thousands of dollars coming in the door. But at the same time, I really thought that things were going to happen a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. I thought that you know we were just going to be featured on every site, and everyone was going to want to buy it, and we were going to sell out in like two months. And I never sold those final shirts. I mean, I, I as we have dramatically improved the product along the way, I have retired some of the shirts because they've gotten so much better, and I don't want to put, I don't want to continue to sell the previous product, and we don't do, we don't ever put things on sale. And so um, that was something that. I, I had expected things to just absolutely blow up right away, and they definitely did not. Um, it's taken it's taken realistically about three years for that to happen. Now, Top Tribe, that is such an important lesson Kevin just shared with you. The fact that he never puts his stuff on sale to continue his positioning in the marketplace, really as a, as a brand that's premium and, and encourages people to buy now, not wait for the next discount. And I would encourage you guys listening to kind of pull from that. Uh, I think it's an important lesson not to discount the product you've worked so hard to build. If you are loving this episode, you will love episode number eight, where we talk to the head of strategy at GoPro, responsible for taking them from $300,000 a year in sales to $300 million in sales. And to celebrate the top tribe, I am giving you guys the chance to win a GoPro and my top three favorite business books. In order to win, simply text the word Nathan to 33. 444. Again, N-A-T-H-A-N to 33444 for your chance to win hundreds of dollars in prizes every week. The first one is a GoPro and my favorite business books. Kevin, real quick, before we get to the famous five, which everybody loves, um, walk us through real quick. Uh, let's just maybe focus on something like the Blackman, the white, the white kind of button down that you guys do. Can you give us a sense of unit economics, the cost to produce, and actually, I'd love for you to tell a little bit about how you're producing it because I think that's a special story. Yeah, yeah. So um, again, I, I hate to be coy and, and difficult. I, I try and um, give concrete where possible. What I can say is, um, you know, the cost of a dress shirt for Brooks Brothers um, is going to be, and I don't, I don't know their actual numbers, but from doing a lot of industry research, they're between five and ten dollars a shirt. And we are nowhere near that price. We are much, much higher than that. Um, but one of the things we did from the beginning was say, all right, we might be able to force our cost down lower as we grow, but we're committed to American manufacturing. So we're never going to get close to the price that Brooks Brothers and you know, J. Crew and Banana Republic and all these other brands can, can do because they're producing it in Asia. And so we um, we set our prices to where I can grow a business on this. You know, I've got enough margin to where I can hire people and I can spend some marketing dollars and and I can grow the business. Um, but the notion of a hundred and twenty five dollar dress shirt costing you know seven to ten dollars, um, which is what a lot of our competitors do, that is not ever going to happen for us. So, and so 
So, Amer- but American made, I think, is so important. I think it's a fantastic so- story. Now, I-, I think you're employing veterans too, as well. Yeah. So, um, our our factory is is based here in the United States. We we buy fabric from the East and West Coast, and then our cut and sew work is is um, up in in the Northeast in Philadelphia. Um, but we've we've hired one veteran so far, and our goal is to hire as many as humanly possible. Um, it's <laughs> it's uh, it's it's something to where a lot of these uh, men and women are coming home, and and the only job that they may have had is in the military. And if you're looking to go into the working world, and you've worked for the Coast Guard for for a few years as a rescue swimmer, or you know you were um, uh, a machinist that was helping fix airplanes, but you that's not what you want to do for the rest of your life. Just because you don't have a set skill set or a college degree in many cases that would allow you to go into the true corporate world, you've got more skills than most people that I know that got maybe even an MBA uh, because of the discipline and rigor of the military and the commitment to know that whatever it takes, you have to get it done and that people's lives depend on it. Well, and and thanks for making that commitment, man. I, I, I think it's really, really important. So, okay, great. Let's move forward now. Kevin, you know what time it is? It sounds like it's time for something super exciting. Dude, famous, <laughs> famous five time. <laughs> let's let's jump in. What is your favorite business book? Um, my favorite business book is not so much a business book as a life book, and it's Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. <sighs> Classic. We'll put that in the show notes for sure for those of you that have never heard of Tim Ferriss or Four Hour Work Week before. Okay, number two, Kevin. Are there any CEOs that you're following or studying right now? Elon Musk. Awesome. Number three, what is your favorite online tool like Evernote? It's really hard for me to pick a favorite. So I'm going to combine, I'm going to cheat on this and combine Evernote, Slack, and Todoist. Great. Evernote, Slack, and Todoist. Is it todoist.com? Um, it's Todoist. Oh, to-do I-S-T. Great. Okay, perfect. And again, we'll link to all those in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top. Okay, Kevin, yes or no? Do you get eight hours of sleep every night? Absolutely not, and I really wish I did. <laughs> yeah, you're you're up there in New York right now. You had a huge, huge, uh, hugely successful pop up shop there in New York, and we were talking beforehand. I'm sure that you are uh, sleeping very little, so I hope you get caught up <laughs> soon. Working on it. Working on it. Yeah, cool. Now you're still a young guy, so this question might not be as relevant, but I think it's important to save the top tribe listeners time in their own lives. If you wish your 20 year old self knew one thing, what would it be? Relax and have a little bit more fun. Love that message. Love that message. All right, Kevin, dude, inspiring story. You're employing veterans. You're creating jobs. You've taken something you've built. I'm sorry, you've taken nothing and built it into something based off an idea, starting again as an intern in DC. If people want to continue following your story, where can they connect with you online? Um, The best place is Twitter, and that's Kevin S. Lavelle, and that's L-A-V-E-L-L-E. Great. Kevin, I, I again, I'm blessed to call you and your family a friend. Thank you so much. I hope to see you at Sylvandale again soon. In the meantime, best of luck building the company. Can't wait. Thanks, man. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. In the next episode, number eight, you'll see how GoPro went from $300,000 to $300 million in annual sales using a trick called REM time to get $500 ad time during the Super Bowl. You won't want to miss it. This podcast is produced by Oration Recording and is sponsored by Eddie Communications and Roanoke, Virginia's Grandin CoLab, the premier workspace for entrepreneurs and growing companies. 